How are we doing, folks? In this episode today, we're going to break down the entire FIS 2021 World Cup mogul season. I'm joined in the breakdown with Brian Zemba, the former U.S. Ski Team member and U.S. Ski Team coach. We break down the schedule and some of the adjustments that have been made with COVID. We'll also discuss some of the athletes, some of the different venues, and our overall predictions for the year. I hope you folks enjoy, and please make sure to like, share, and subscribe. And bada bing, bada boom, we're rolling. Mr. Zemba, round two. Evening. <laughs> round number two. So we had a little bit of technical difficulties the first time around we tried to do this. Uh, you know, it's a little bit bumpy, pun intended. We <laughs> ride with, uh, yeah, Mr. Murphy uh, came in to help out as well, but I at least have his picks. So we had some technical difficulties there as we get in and uh, picks are in. the uh, officially unofficial uh, mogul World Cup preview for the year. So it was a lot of fun uh, when we got together a few days ago, and it should be fun to kind of go through and, and uh, a little bit more trimmed down i would say this time around probably yeah it was a uh, nice getting to meet up with you gentlemen the other evening and even better to do it again it's all we ever talk about when we hang out anyway so why not just keep the conversation rolling absolutely and it's kind of been interesting you know one of the things that has been pretty crazy this year just with covid and how they've had to kind of change around um a lot of people's training and uh, you know australia is the first one that kind of comes to mind about how they were able to get some i would say had a pretty good advantage in the summer being able to go down and train at home and then as far as fall kind of went you know they got their new watering facility and all that stuff set up down there so i feel like that makes um, life a little bit easier for them but i mean it's gonna be so weird you know a lot of uh nations were not able to get that fall training right yeah uh we were one of them um you think just from, from talking to some people that had some great summer training uh they were able to hone in on some stuff but um yeah that's definitely going to be a hurdle to jump but a lot of a hurdle that that uh a lot of different countries had to face um some countries were more fortunate than others and able to get on snow in europe and like you were mentioning earlier australia but um who knows maybe it's a good thing just kind of hone in on a couple of parts of the craft and uh, then everyone's been back at it what six weeks now um kind of over in europe doing their their bubble training and uh yeah everything gets rock and rolling this weekend officially so uh we'll see yeah no i think and i think you know it's kind of like a, a double-edged sword right is it going to be refreshing do you think for some of the athletes that maybe got a little bit more of a break you know, a little bit more of like a hey you don't need to uh, worry about constantly being on snow you don't really have an option so you're going to make the best with what you can at the time or do you think it's going to kind of jack up some of those injuries and make people kind of press and, and stuff like that like i think it's going to be kind of a little bit more refreshing for them just to be able to all right we have a little bit more time to maybe not think about uh mogul skiing and kind of get a little bit refreshed into the season no i agree i think some athletes for sure are gonna be a little bit more charged up and the flow is a little bit better um i know you and i have both have been in that situation where you go to zermont and you're leave last day is Vermont, you're comp ready. And then you come home and the U S isn't quite ready to, to have full courses yet. You're, you're searching around that month of December. So, um, I think the flow will help. Um, certainly a lot of athletes, um, get, get prepped for this, uh, this upcoming world cup season, but, uh, definitely you do linger a little bit in the back of your mind of, Oh, well, maybe if I had this time on snow would have, this would be ready to go. But at the end of the day, um, you show up with, best of what you got in your package and you go from there. But uh, I think the flow will help. I think a little bit um, 
that that's your mock camp too. Some of those early season European options are definitely tough on the body. So um, I think maybe a little bit more rest going into the season, never a bad thing, be a little bit more refreshed and, and charged up. Yeah, no, definitely. But, it, 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 it'd be interesting to see how many stops they're kind of able to complete on the schedule here as we go down, you know? I, yeah. One kind of warm-up event out of the way over in Sweden where they kind of were able to work out uh, a lot of the kinks, which were really good. You know, they were able to go through and kind of test some of the new judging. And because there's like four, yeah, I think there was 12 judges. So some were remote and then. Yeah, we did have our first uh, remote judges. Yeah. So it was interesting. Uh, Sweden moguls. Thank you for that live stream because uh, it was nice to be able to watch the wife get to get to ski. At- <laughs> morning, you know, keep myself up. Yeah. Who the hell is Avatar Carol? <laughs> oh. <laughs> No, it was it was really nice, and I'm I'm curious how much that's going to kind of play into it because you'll have some judges that are not there, and getting that remote perspective, I feel like will be. Uh, and, and I know even looking at some of the score sheets, there were some that some of the judges weren't able to score. Some of the you know I think it was Sabrina Cass or something maybe that had one of her runs where they couldn't really come up with a score for a while. Oh yeah, that I I do recall there being a bit of delay. Uh, Troy was actually kind of the, the go-to on this. He, he had the inside scoop. Um, but, yeah, we shall see. There will definitely be um, some growing pains with, with technology and maybe some delay. Who knows if you have something cut out, you just go on the judges that are there or um, the lag time of watching a recorded event versus being there, not necessarily recorded, but a, a live-streamed event and a little bit of lag time um, versus the judges that are there. But I think it's good. We all have to make accommodations in this world we're living in right now. And the fact that uh, they're still coming up with ways to get these events off is, is most important um, other than obviously athlete and, and coach safety. But um, no, it should be interesting. It's going to be um, remote judges. Yes. Um, in terms of who knows, um, we were talking about with Murphy a little bit, the, uh, the idea of kind of, um, AI judges that that's a whole different other rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah. He was touching on that a little bit that they were potentially using that for some of the, uh, for some of the areas, which would be, um, that'll be pretty interesting to see what kind of unfolds there for sure. But I think, I don't, I mean, I don't know. There's, they say that there's kind of not that bias with the judges. Uh, and I, you know, over the, all the events we've been to and everything. I mean, that's hard to a judge pays attention to a name, you know, and I mm-hmm. tried to change it up with the bibs and with all those different things. But at the end of the day, um, maybe it'll help if you are a little bit remote for some of those judges and kind of pull something a little bit away there. I don't know. I guess we'll, we'll kind of have to figure out how that. So we're in, they're investing in, uh, in, and generators and in the a uh, little bit more pricier modem right like um well, the the stream definitely came a long way from oh you know, from the year tour days right or, yeah i remember like oh family you guys will be able to watch it'll be great we'll have a little stream going so actually whatever else not even like one always oh it's out <laughs> it's out or like and next up bobby carroll in the gate and cut out or like 10 people later yeah you're always open up your backpack full of text messages. What happened? <laughs> How'd it go? So hopefully we're not having any athletes text the judge. So what was my score? Like <laughs> we'll wait and see. But uh, yeah, that, back to, I guess, 
that AI thing, that is crazy with aerials and um, who knows how far along that technology is and just the human element that's taken out of it. Um, we talked about it a little bit. It's a whole nother ball game of what to be discussed in coaches, coaches meetings, what, what algorithm or formula are they using to, uh, to come up with certain scores? Like who knows, but that's all just speculation. We'll see what comes of it. Yeah. And I haven't heard anything like um, of them doing that at all on the mogul front yet. No, that's all just coming from, yeah. from Troy hearing about it in aerials, but I mean, kind of like in baseball, you hear about uh, the electronic and umpires and strike zones. Um, so they're trying it one place. I'm sure they're they're eyeing and trying it other places. They're tinkering. <laughs> they're tinkering. Yes. Innovation. It's not a bad thing. It's no, 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 no. Look at this. <laughs> Look at this. Exactly. Probably first World Cup uh, preview, I would say, podcast. I know. I would think. I don't know. I'm, I'm claiming it I'm claiming mogul nerds on a monday night nerds here we go. mogul nerd monday we could start get the uh, get the t-shirts going oh yeah so stops we they start there in ruka and they get the single there then they bounce back to Idrefall, uh sweden so you get a single and a duel and then it's going to be calgary and I, that's the one that's like a total question mark that i don't know if they're going to be able to pull it off they're supposed to do two singles there but if they're not doing like NBA events and you know, that one, I think yeah. would be a, a potential to, to not happen. I don't know. I was good. in terms of, yeah, over under, I, I, I take the uh, over that it happens under that. It doesn't, I, I take the under on, on it not happening. Unfortunately, I mean, continue to rise here in North America with cases and uh, yeah, like they're not letting professional sports like, who knows with hockey, right? Hockey has a whole different set of rules, but uh, uh, yeah, in terms of the NBA, they're not letting any teams in. I think uh, the NBA team's opening up in Tampa. So if they're not letting money-making sports in, <laughs> it's tough to be, oh yeah, moguls come on in. But um, hopefully by then things are a little bit more, cur the curve's a little bit flatter, but um, everything else on there, um, we know that the European ones seem to be Good to go. Seem to be a lock. Everyone's over there. Everyone, all, everything seems to be safe. And uh, yeah, knock on wood so far. I mean, all the testing and everything they've yeah. done. And like I said, knock on wood. It seems like that's all good. It's a toss up. Um, I think Deer Valley. I think will happen. I don't know. I feel like the U.S. is a little bit more lax and uh, a vaccine. We'll see if we're able. To yeah. Get if that kind of comes. I don't. It's gonna be. It's gonna be I think it. Will, I think it would happen. The, the athletes love that one, but at the same time. Even if it is on the schedule, who knows if if, if any athlete kind of sees how things are going here stateside and kind of decides like oh, I don't know if I want to travel on down to to the U.S. and travel, let alone to Utah and uh, and uh, risk just competing in an event when you have the rest of the season. Um, you'd, you'd head to Japan and then to China for World Champs, um, and also if or vice versa, China. Right? Yeah. If their government bodies are like, you know, Australia, like, oh, yeah, you can go to America. And then, like, nope, you can't come home, though. If we see it, right? Like, it, it, that, that Deer Valley one, while it's our, everyone's, uh, I mean, obviously our favorite, um, it is that kind of one on the schedule right now. What we're seeing with the uh, NFL and college football, like, yeah, it's on there, but should it be on there? Should it happen? But uh, we'll wait and see. Definitely won't be the raucous crowds or the, the, uh, the, I'm sure they'll still demand the tent, right? If I was an athlete, I'd still want that, that Deer Valley Turkey, <laughs> Deer Valley Ch Turkey Chili. 
but uh yeah well fingers crossed we as the uh, the mogul skiing community we get that because that's always fun 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 and then after after uh the first two ruka and interfall the one that i think is most likely to happen has got to be world champs in china because it's I means the test event for the olympics so i think if there's one where come hell or high water they're definitely gonna make it happen it's got to be that correct yeah they've had events up the street there at taiwu for a number of seasons now but uh haven't yet been down the street to to secret guard which is kind of funny we always say oh the the aerials team is competing the half pipe team's competing we're at least looking around like where like the only thing here is this side mountain with a mogul hill but uh they are making their way down the street and uh yeah it's almost imperative they get that uh that test event off with the olympics looming next season crazy it is crazy to think that it'll be next year. Then after that, Tazawako in Japan, which will be a single duel. You can pretty much peg Brad Wilson on the podium there. Yeah, right. Does in Japan is get on the podium, so that's oh, that sushi podium. That's it. And then a little uh, Kazakhstan to finish the season. How many Kazakhstan? Which be? that'll be pretty. Yeah, unfortunately, yep. Russia was was already canceled, but um. And then the other one in China, the they canceled one in China too. So Russia. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting, the one in Russia that they canceled, they're still planning on holding Junior World Championships there. Hmm. Interesting. That's still on the schedule, but I'm assuming that that's going to get canceled as well for the – I mean, it's interesting. Like, how are you going to let, like, seven – How do you justify one of that? Yeah. Everything else for Junior World Championships, but – Yeah. It's on there. It's on there. It's on there, at least. So kind of going over, look, going after uh, or looking at last year's standings, you had Mick, uh, Akuma, uh, Ben Kavet, Dimitri Reihard, Matty Graham, Laurent Dumay, Walter Wahlberg, Sasha on there, Oscar and uh, Felix, brothers, holding down the fort in the top ten. And then on the women's side, you had Perrine, Jakara, uh, Jalen Koff, Justine, uh, Hannah Soar, Yulia, and then seven. Oof, this is going to be brutal. I'm going to butcher some of these names. So I. All right. Yeah. Both from Japan. So Inari, uh, no. I was about to say, when, where's the J- Japan? There's the Japanese women's team there. They're yeah. they're strong. So uh, seven and eight. So what's the other? Kasira Sumayushi looks like. And then uh, ninth was uh, Anastasia Smirova, and then tenth was Tess Johnson. So kind of give you a little idea of, of last year's kind some of, of the players, some of the players, and then I know one of the big things Mick's going for this year is uh, supposedly he will get his tenth if he if he wins this year it'll be uh, and he wins the overall it'll be the tenth globe uh, of any discipline which uh, is going to tie Connie Kissling uh, from Switzerland for the most of any uh, wow discipline uh, and then. They said on there, because I was reading Fiss's uh, kind of preview, and they were saying that if he wins, he would tie Donald Weinbreck for 45 wins. And if he gets a few podiums, I think it's like four or five uh, podiums, he would tie her for most podiums. But I'm pretty sure that's wrong. I think Ernie's got 46 wins and 71 podiums. So I feel like that in there as like the most. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure HK's got that on lock. When I was checking that out, I was like, but I could be wrong. I have to fact check that. Yeah. I think that uh, current HK, I think, has the most wins. So, 
I have to fact check that. But regardless, that'd be a huge accomplishment for Mick. It does. It is crazy to think ten years or ten globes. I mean, can easily go back to some of those early twenty tens, elevens, twelves, and we're still skiing against him. And to think he's already got ten globes on his shelf is is crazy. Time flies. <laughs> Absolutely. But every single every single one earned for sure. Oh yeah. No, I remember the first, the first time I competed against Mick, I think was like 2009 Noram, no, 2010 Noram finals at Steamboat. And I think that's like the last event he did before he got called up. Yeah. Maybe even the first day. I don't even know if he did the second day. Uh, No, he did duels. Yeah. He did did do duels. Yeah. (laughs) You got a smile on your face. He did. He did do duels. We did duel. And my, I'm, I always joke with him when I see him, like a career one and O record against Mick only because he blew up on the bottom air. <laughs> no, no fault. Yeah. That wasn't my sweet scheme by any means, but uh, yeah, I know that was it. And then the rest, rest is history. Off he went. <laughs> Off he went. Off to the races. Yeah, no, it's been crazy to watch. And I mean, last year he had such a such an incredible year. It's going to be interesting to see if anybody's going to be able to uh, kind of knock him off the off the pedestal. But that's why we're doing this. We're going to get to talk. That's why we're doing this. We're getting the 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 juices going, the the mogul talk going. I think. I mean, not what the the other the other competitors want to hear, but you could probably lock him in for Ruka <laughs> any year that it hasn't been a duel. He has t- take, taken the top spot. So starting off, yeah, I think he's, he's an easy one to pencil in. <laughs> pretty, uh, he's pretty comfortable there. But Akuma, Mac, I mean, those guys are all like kind of nipping at his heels. I mean, Akuma, I, you don't have an Instagram, so you didn't see this. Yeah. But I know on Instagram, he threw a ridiculous, what was it? Uh, it's like a cork 16. He landed switch. Get out of here. It was pretty sick. If you haven't seen it, go on social media wow. on Instagram, check Akuma out. Because it was fucking sick. <laughs> Man. Yeah. No, and you know that bottom air at Ruka is like pretty steep too. It's yeah, it's kind of like an elevator drop for sure. Yeah. Kind of look yeah, got a little bit of that Calgary to it. Uh, yeah, a bit of an elevator shaft style. But um no, with some of those guys, I think someone like Kevet, like he's a I think he'd be uh, be safe to put a little bit of cash on him to do well this year. He was one of the athletes that I think would benefit from um, being open to some of the training opportunities that were some of the European teams had this this crazy off season. Um, kid works hard. I hope I hope it pans out and he's uh, close to the top of the box, if not on the top of the box this season. But you got him. You got someone like Matt Graham. Um, then you got. Obviously, Akuma. Akuma just got to just stay on his stays on his feet, right? He's definitely got that death or glory type mentality. Um, when it's when it's good, it's glory. When it's bad, it's 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 death. So and that's one of the interesting things. Like how how much growth do you think he's had? Like do you think he's ready for that kind of to be a little bit more consistent this year? Because he's you know the talent is immense and the talent is there. I mean, watching him ski at Dubai last year. Was, it was fun to watch as a as a spectator. It was super dynamic, going big, uh, skiing super aggressively. You know, definitely had shades of Yanni in there, coach, and it was pretty. It was super fun to watch. No, when when he's on, it's it's the most exciting show on snow for sure. Um, but just when he just needs to be on more more frequently, and uh, I guess we'll we'll find out. It's tough to tough to bet on that. I think definitely you want that, but you just you got to see it first 
kind of see seeing is believing, I guess, for, for me with Akuma and you string a couple together, be like, all right, he's got, got the nerves under control, consistency under control, let it ride. Yeah, that'll be, be interesting. And the other one that we kind of – he got hurt, I think, after Deer Valley was uh, was Walter. Walter, Walter yeah. Because he kind of, you know – I know he had a few – I think he got second or third. I think he got third at Ruka to start last season. And he had a few podiums kind of throughout the year. And then he uh, he still finished seventh on the tour, but he definitely uh, didn't ski like the last couple of events. So I'm curious to see – how he comes out because he, you know, he's been super talented. Yep. And when he's had those moments, he's really been able to, uh, to step up for sure. So it's going to be kind of interesting. And then my boy, Matty Graham there. I know uh, yeah. he's on. He's, In the arena, for, former guest. Yeah, exactly. When he's on, dude, it's uh, it's super fun. And uh, once again, you know, we, we really only get um, one, one chance to get to see these guys every year, which is kind of unfortunate. You know, you'll get to see a little bit of the – the highlights on that fist will do like a little two minute of just like the top three, mm-hmm. but um, it can be super hard to really be able to watch the full field and everything else. And that's what makes yeah. it because nice, you can watch and you can see, okay, top to bottom, who's skiing well, who's training yeah. well. And, and that's such a tough course as well. You know I mean? It's hard to, if you can get down champions and they mellowed it out. It's not, as yeah. <laughs> it used to be. I mean, that thing used to be, used to have some serious teeth. Now it's like, eh, no the top is definitely a little bit more mellower for sure but uh still it's a it's still a marathon getting down that thing but um no it'll be interesting to to see all those guys ski and uh but but uh on the on the men's side as well with uh and i'm interested to see the the u.s men we have some still a lot of young young talent but they got a year skiing under their belt they got some veteran leadership in brad um really excited to see kind of the results they put up this year with maybe a little bit more experience and nerves calmed and been to some of the places where the world cups are going on and just a little bit more familiarity. And um, I'm excited with them. Yeah, for sure. To see what, uh, what results pop up from those young guys and yeah, obviously a lot, a lot of potential. the vet and Brad. Yeah. Well, Brad, you can already peg in, in Japan. Like we said, Japan, sushi and podiums. And then Pod, like I think both days you can, you can book Brad in, and he really, you know, I think it's been fun. And having him on the podcast, it was really great uh, to hear how much he's kind of grown and, and refound his passion for the sport, dealing with his anxiety and everything else. Like, I think he is really uh, poised for for a really good year. You know, he finished the year on kind of a high note, a couple podiums there, and then I think he's also really embraced that older kind of leadership role and kind of taken some of those younger kids under his under his wing and you know um a lot of those kids have always looked up to brad right and mm-hmm. how could you not um, this guy goes out skis great skis with uh, reckless abandon and, right to come yeah, back from dude yeah <laughs> to come back from some of the stuff he was dealing with last year um just and have that success like you were mentioning uh, towards the end of the season just like that constant feeling i'm sure he's got to be feeling he's playing with house money like oh yeah like back at it doing what he loves and uh, anything after that it's just gravy but it's nice too he's embracing that role i know um early on definitely in, in my team career like a lot of the older guys were kind of either off doing their own thing so there's never like that constant veteran presence leader around to be like okay like like what's the routine at the ramps what's the routine at these certain camps but um that i think that's that's huge for those young guys to kind of to see like okay like these are the routines like this is what expected like this is 
this is this is airport this is this like event like that's that's huge knowledge should bestow upon them and excited yeah no absolutely i mean i think alex lewis I mean, he got fourth i think the second day at that fist open and he's speed really well and he had a few moments last year same thing with nick i mean i remember nick at deer valley and yeah. home event and when he made the final there i mean he's always got a smile on mm-hmm. his face but to see him there i mean you could tell just how much it meant to him and i mean i was one of if not his first coach at the water ramps when he's seven years old with his little learning how to do front flips and holding on to his little vest mm-hmm. he climbed out on the single and it's just crazy i mean he's always got a smile on his face but you could tell at deer valley it was like to, to be up there with the crowd and everything else and those experiences um just i you know it's only going to help you mm-hmm. for sure um no absolutely totally agree and then we got to touch on uh you know uh wendler for sure he, he's been uh super super well and i know he's been training well and it's good I, I really love how he's got that steamboat style you know that kind of artistic uh stroke of the brush good absorption, <laughs> dynamic work with the lower body quiet upper body i know he's been working on a bunch of different uh stuff and he, he's a hard worker and then you got the Andringa boys. I'm, you know, Casey's kind of a dark horse because if he comes back and he's healthy or not, you know, he's always uh, very dynamic and has. He's a competitor. He's a, and he's an awesome fierce player. competitor. Yeah, competitor. And same thing with the with Jesse. So I think you know those Andringa boys are always uh, holding down the fort. So it's gonna be interesting to see how that. Goes. And hopefully they get back. Or we know Jesse's out there in case he gets back soon. And they, they push each other as well. They, they feed off one another and have fun. And um, hopefully he's back on the slope soon so we can see some of that yeah. that magic happen. Gnarly uh, wrist injury kind of. Yeah, the story. I, I haven't seen being off the, the social media world in uh, Instagram. I uh, haven't seen much, but did hear the stories and did not sound too pleasant. Yeah, no, it was a little, a little, uh, little brutal. But yeah. It'll, it'll come back. Yeah. It will. It will. Well, I think uh, also kind of going in, um, who am I thinking of? Dylan Walzak. Dilby. It's another oh, Dilby. out there that kind of uh, <laughs> has podium before and has kind of been there, done that. I know he's what Alex de Bonville's kind of coaching him. and Yeah, his bud's out there helping him out. Helping him out. So I'm kind of curious. Yep. Um, he's been around the tour and he can show – He's got the potential kind of depending on the courses. And that's always like one of the things to that makes this year so interesting is what events they're going to have and what mm-hmm. those courses play to certain athletes. Cause um, like we touched on with Brad, uh, he'll ski great in Japan or Dylan will ski great at Deer Valley or different spots, you know, it kind of just depends. And I think that makes it so unique on who's going to win the tour or who's going to be able to put up those consistent things when you got two or three events, you know, bunch of events that might get canceled yeah hope not but it's like is this a three event world cup tour and then world championships i mean it's not off the out of the realm of possibility it's definitely not um i think what kind of goes in their favor in everyone's favor that it's it's such a crazy year but hopefully there is some normalcy and consistency in some of the places they're going a lot of the places on the i think everything with the exception of secret garden is somewhere that they've competed before um they have a little bit of skin in the game there. So they know their routine, what what bodes well, what doesn't bode well. And uh, hopefully that brings a little sense of normalcy to this crazy, crazy season we're about to embark on. How much do you think that helps, that kind of normalcy and that 
I think, I don't know. I'm definitely more of a warrior wart for sure. So given the, <laughs> the current world situation, it, it is nice knowing like, okay, I know I'm going to Ruka. I know where the grocery store is. I know where I might be staying. I know the travel. I know just all the little, the little things to like, to set your routine instead of going somewhere new like, okay, like, well, where, where is the nearest grocery store? If there's not a grocery store, what am I going to do for food? Like how crowded is it going to be? What is that country's COVID rules? Like what are the cases like? And obviously all those things, it's a, it's a very fluid situation with every country um, with that right now, but just knowing like, okay, like what this hotel, like has always been clean, always clean sheets, clean bed. Like I have enough room in my personal space to spread out. Like I think stuff like that certainly helps um, to, to, to calm those nerves and to get you in the right peace of mind for, uh, for waking up and competing the next day. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it's amazing how much that routine definitely helps and being in, being in the, all, yeah, no, you know, I mean, it definitely goes, goes a long way. That's for- all mogul skiers are like starting pitchers, right? Like we have our weird, weird routines, weird, um, superstitions. Um, so anything to, to keep, keep things on normal playing field, like granite, is it fun to, to obviously explore the world and go to new places, obviously, but, but even that's a little bit different nowadays with, with uh, the rules where, where you can and can't go. So wait till, wait till next year to go to, to new places and new cities and new experiences. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. Yes. Yeah. Create the memories. Create, uh, yeah. yeah. Create the memories at, at the same good old places now, but get out there and explore. It's a little bit safer next year. <laughs> yeah. I hope that it, uh, ends up working out that way for sure. Yeah. So uh, another thing I want to touch on and kind of go into is just some more of those men. We touched on the U S a little bit, uh, went a little bit into Australia. You know, I think that um, they've been doing a great job. I mean, they have one of the best staffs with Kate and uh, Peter mm-hmm. and Desovich obviously is the man. Uh, I remember mogul logic in like 2000. No, it was actually world mogul with uh, Cooper shell. And I was so pumped that Desovich was like, oh, it was sick it was a sick day yeah i learned learned a lot but uh you know he's really with with the help of dale bag and they just have such a great system kind of kind of going down there and you can see all the hard work day in day out uh brody coming back and uh, being nice and healthy and kind of coming back Mm -hmm. three and then jimmy uh old jim jim matheson there and he's actually got his own podcast that um oh, right on it, it is i have it down somewhere it is the athlete collective so you guys okay. want to listen in. there you go quick plug quick the plug athlete for, collective yeah athlete collective for jimmy matheson hashtag no free ads okay we want some <laughs> some swag from the athlete collective yeah. <laughs> plenty of kickbacks <laughs> um yeah so i know he started that down there and and cooper and that whole that whole uh crew i think is ready to have they're gonna they're gonna be interesting no they definitely benefited from having a lot of the the resources you need to train kind of right at their fingertips with the top is dream they were able to pull that off which is awesome great support from the mountain down there and then their new water ramp facility and all those guys what decimate certainly bestows in both all those guys and girls is just the work ethic those everyone down there knows down gets it done um yeah hopefully they they have a awesome season as well but even in terms of other kind of hard-working young men's team the suite uh we talked a little bit about about walter but um no with they they had some uh, all those swedes up there like they have a deep young young deep team as well 
um, yeah, with good and leadership Harold. of Lasse and Harold. And um, yeah, it'd be interesting to see what, what results pop up for them as well. And with uh, the Japanese team, we touched a little bit with Akuma, but the women's team is stacked. I remember going uh, back to Junior Worlds in 2018. That women's team was definitely an eye opener. Watch out. This they're coming. <laughs> yeah, no, and they they um some of the stream that I was watching, you could just see uh the, that they have a big group and there's a lot of talent and uh fun to watch. Well coached, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're you know definitely well coached and yeah. if they're able to bring everything uh everything together, they'll make uh they'll be making some noise. I think last year Japan yeah. was yeah, they were third in the nation's cup, so kind of moving on uh moving on. yeah they're creeping back up there yeah inconsistency with that too right like you, you bring up some of that consistency and that'll definitely definitely change some things and then for sure touching on the swedes there you had ludwig won uh one of the day i think the last day the last day uh, i think it was i think it was in right like top five one day or... i think top five and then he won uh i think the second day so and then you got France, you know, with not only Cavette, but those boys are deep on both, uh, you know. Yeah. They really get Mount, uh, Martin, uh, I think it's Sure, Sure. Right. Didn't, where did <laughs> Murphy said he skis fast? Yeah. Skis fast. He's a fast. Martin, no. Yeah. Guy won by a full point in day one over there. Um, crushed it. Yeah. Excited to hopefully wake up early enough to, to watch him ski this, this coming weekend. Yeah, it'll be uh, definitely be interesting to see. And then to, to another like kind of dark horse or just right. been talked about a lot, but he's been around forever is Dimitri. And yeah, Kolmakov was in there making finals the other day. Um, yeah, those are talk about veteran leadership and old dogs getting it done. Um, we'll see. That'll be that. that the, yeah, that'd be pretty, pretty cool. It's it's one thing that we touched on on the last one. It's just how much the uh, winds have changed the dynamic. Because I think it was back in 2003 or 2004, they used to have two separate tours. They had a singles tour and a duels tour. So you'd have two different – you'd have a singles World Cup champion and you'd have a duels World Cup champion. And also the scoring for each win was so much different. So a win was like 100 points. A second was like 96, a third was 92. So you really didn't get rewarded as much. And that kept a lot of those World Cup um, tours so much tighter mm-hmm. and made it, you know, pretty uh, compelling to, I mean, you really had to be consistent and you really had to be kind of go in uh, day, day in and day out where now there's such a big gap and re- winning is rewarded so much more, which I mean, obviously winning should be rewarded, but it's interesting the fact that it's a hundred points, you know, seconds like 80 and then third 60 and it kind of drops off yeah where if you, you could be you make a serious noise yeah you'd be halfway through the season you're like oh well we see how this might end up but at least on the men's side but um yeah kind of that that it's taken away a little bit but it would be interesting if they went back to that how how close together um both sides would be right. i feel like it would it would make it a little bit more uh, a little bit more of a dog fight for sure yeah fight and if you kind of slip up one day or whatever that could put the pressure maybe on mick a little bit more and see yeah exactly i don't know how much it changed that guy still finds it finds a gear (laughs) he's able to uh to find a gear but not only mick some of those other canadian boys uh you know uh laurent dumay he finished i think seventh in the tour last year no sixth so he's sixth on the tour so he had a good year brendan kelly there and some yep. of those other guys will be interesting to see uh, Gabby Frayne and then um, 
who am I? Who am I drawing a blank on? Wait uh, for it. Elliot. Elliot, yep, no, Valancourt, yeah. Yep. He, I think he won the Norman Tour, I'm pretty sure, last year, kind of ran away with it. And it was the first was it only last year? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, it was uh, okay. First time in a while that Canadians, uh, maybe ever, have swept, <laughs> swept the Norman Tour. Yeah. Two, three, so. I can't. Yeah, it's been a minute. I can't think of in my, in my uh, <laughs> almost middle-aged life. <laughs> I can't think of it, yeah. Yeah, so I yeah, I doesn't come to mind for for me either. So I think that that's that's super interesting, and we'll see. I mean, I don't know that there's even going to be a new one. Yeah, it's uh, right. They have Canada, which we kind of touched on that a little bit. That's a toss up, and then they have um, Deer Valley, um, which if they if it's allowed, goes into the question like, well, should should we be uh, pursuing? And then they have one on the schedule in Waterville because. Um, the rules, the rules back back east are so strict. But New Hampshire seems to be the, the of the uh, the east coast, the northeast, the most laxed of it. So just yeah. throwing paint at the wall, hoping it'll stick. And <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll be yeah, uh, yeah. I don't, I don't know how they're gonna be able to kind of make that same thing. I mean, I know it was nice they pushed selections back to yep. January twenty seventh or like end of January or something like that. Mm-hmm. So uh, that I think is really nice. Awesome, yeah. It allows you to get some training. <laughs> I should kind of not be so stressed going in, but I don't know how they're going to be able to do Norm to it. So be- not only athletes training, but just from a mountain perspective, um, was able to get out today for day one of skiing up at Snowbird. And other than what is man-made, it's it's pretty bare up there. So um, I think just training opportunities stateside and most likely in uh, in North in uh, Canada as well, uh, the opportunities are just a little limited. Um, mountains are trying to get um, terrain open for the general public. So just – even if you're not on snow right now or jumping right now, gets even a little bit more time to get a jump going, get get a full course going, get some training going, um, which will only benefit benefit the athletes and thus benefit the uh, level of competition we have at that selections event. Yeah, no, for sure. We get to see how it uh, how it all unfolds. So let's go. Let's do. Uh, you want to do picks for the men? I know Murphy. I had his picks for. Uh, guys, where did he go? He went with uh, Kingsbury, shocker, and shocker. He uh, he went Akuma and then Matt and Cavett. So Kingsbury okay. first, Akuma second, Matt third, Cavett and fourth. Those are his uh, his top four on there. Well, I can't pick on him too much for picking Mick because that's what I'm going to go with. Go make one. I think Ben's going to have his ear two. Uh, then three, four is, is a toss up, but I'll go Kuma three and Matt four. Yeah. But that's tough. That, that third, fourth. Yeah. It's tough. I mean, you could have Walter slide up in there. You could have Ludwig slide up in there. Brad slide up in there. Like it, it's a, it's toss, but I will go. Yeah. Mick, Ben, Akuma, Matt. And then you got to go. I feel like you got to do fifth. Okay. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. Oh boy. In the, uh, cause we didn't get to the rest, but I'll go Walter. Walter. Okay. Yeah. Go on. Walter. I, like yeah. I got, uh, I'm going to go with Mick taking it home. Uh, and then I think Maddie Graham is going to have a good year. I think he's going to be uh, finishing second. And I think third is going to be Akuma. I think Akuma will be in third. Um, 
it's tough because if he's that's the one I'm, I kind of that's going to be tight with him and Kavet. I think it will be uh, Kavet. Um, so that that's a tough that you know right in there. That's a really mm-hmm. one to pick. If he's more consistent, I mean, he could he could give Mick a run, but I don't know who's going to be able to do that. So I'll go Akuma. I will. Th- I stay Hell of a season if he does. <laughs> um, and then I will go Kavet, and I think Dimitri's going to be fifth. Ooh, Howard's going to be fifth. So all right, oh the old dog. He's he sticks around, man. Stick- eighty nine. Is there anyone else in there with an eighty nine BD? I don't think so. When he came on, like late two thousands, he came, yeah, it was. Uh, it wasn't even. It was like two thousand seven. Was like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. Whenever Brian Wilson won Junior Worlds, JBK was second, and then uh, Joe was, I think, third, and Jimmy was fourth. But Jimmy should have been third. They scored Joe's bottom air wrong or something. They scored it as like a ten, and he did like a. Deep- that was- bastards <laughs> he gives his brother a bunch of shit for it yeah. and then, but, no jimmy i think lost to dimitri in duels i think dimitri ended up winning then that was the first was like oh this guy from kazakhstan where's this where's this coming from and then, yeah Cal- they, they ski there <laughs> right they were pretty ignorant back then yeah. but yeah since 89 the oldest oldest competitor in the uh on the start list the other week but uh be a hell of a story it'd be way cool if he did <laughs> he knows all the spots right he knows, <laughs> knows the team. That is true. Right? He knows all those. He knows his retreat. Yeah. Definitely. It's tough. Tough as nails. So then we got to go in and uh, we got the men out of the way. We got to talk about uh, some of the ladies for sure and some of their, uh, the skiing there um, this year. I mean, uh, Perrine obviously had a great season last year. Mm-hmm. She's definitely been on a tear and it kind of speaks to that whole uh, French team. With the, Brawl as well there, skiing super well. And then um, not only from uh, France, also kind of going into uh, Kazakhstan as well. You know, Yulia Galasheva and that team, that, that uh, and that's uh, Swedish Open. There was another girl, I think, who finished like fourth or third or fourth in there, kind of around the Americans from Kazakhstan. I can't remember her name, but um, she had a little decent. Anastasia. Gordoko. There you go. Go with that. Yep, we'll go with that. <laughs> the, uh, but yeah, it's going to be super interesting to to kind of see how that all plays out. And then the U.S. girls, I think, are uh, come coming on with a vengeance. Uh, with uh, all of them, you know, the uh, lovely lady, of course, has uh, been uh, training well, ski, skiing hard, and um, Jalen, Tess, uh, they all have that experience. Uh, Hannah as well. You know, it's going to be interesting when Olivia kind of gets back and healthy. And then you got Morgan. I mean, she's a savage when she's healthy and when she's feeling good. I mean, she always competes well. She's a great yeah. editor. She kind of brings that. And once she's back and she's healthy, I mean, I think she'll she'll definitely uh, make some waves there. You got your your uh, your hog girls over there. You know, your uh, yeah. I, mean, I guess they're all your at you know, you coach all of them, but. <laughs> A lot of, lot of love there with some of those Wasatch kids for sure as well. So, um, no, yeah, those any any day like that whole U.S. women's team. They were number one in the world last year. Um, that whole team could all make finals in any given day, and that would be a stacked final. What what's that? It, potentially eight, seven, eight women in finals on any given day. Like that's definitely in the cards for that team. They're, they're super strong. Any one of them. Um, Tess has a great showing. Um, 
couple days ago or two week, two weekends ago now. Obviously, Jane and Lynn as well. Uh, Sabrina stepping it up. Casey stepping up for internet. Might be her first international competition overseas. Don't uh, you can fact me check me on that, but I think I think so. Um, yeah, and then obviously Hannah had a breakout season last year. Um, and like you said, when Morgan puts skis on steps in the gate, she's a, she's a badass chick to be reckoned with and total gamer. Um, that I'm super excited to see, see what the ladies do this year. Yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting. They'll definitely have some competition from the, uh, from the Canadian side. You know, you got, uh, yep. Can't cut, team. can't counter out. Yep. And yeah, she's, skis, uh, she's a great competitor. You know, it was really interesting last year at uh, i think it was deer valley just talking to hannah kearney about just you know one of the thing one of the great compliments she was giving justine is just you know how uh those big moments she's a great you know she'll pull it all mm-hmm. together and uh, absolutely a great competitor and then you'll have berkeley uh brown kind of back healthy mm-hmm. uh so i'm curious because she obviously um had a really good end to her year when she won the noram tour and stuff like that so i'm kind of curious how Actually, I think she skied what, what a couple events last. Did she? I don't think she did a full season last. I'm not sure, um, but I will take your word for it. Let's <laughs> see, fact checked. Uh, yeah, we'll take take. We'll go with that. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, one we we can't uh, kind of skip over is back to those Australians. You know, you got Jakar, yep. who had a great year last year, finished in second. You got. Uh, Britt Cox, who's um, won, a, won a globe before and great competitor. And they have a great system and great pipeline going there. So I'm really uh, interested to see kind of who's who's coming up next. You know, they always have uh, kind of multiple multiple ladies there that um, Taylor will be back, uh, back healthy. I think, uh, you know, she's coming back from her uh, knee injury. And then is Maddie? No, they... Uh, I'm not quite sure, but no, like you were, you were alluding to a little bit of a smaller pocket there, but still, still a strong pocket of, of girls coming out of Australia for sure. Yeah. They show up on game day. Um, and then we alluded to a little bit earlier with the uh, Japanese team, that yeah. young squad they got there. Yeah. Yanni's really, uh, really got that role in there for sure. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Let's go. Uh, I'm not going to make any picks on that on the end of the, because I got skin in the game. Oh. I, I'm feeling. Uh, See how it is. <laughs> I got, yeah, but I'm, uh, I'll go. You know, I get the, the, the ear barked off. <laughs> I'm kidding. No. I'm going to uh, refrain, um, but I will go. I know Murphy, uh, he had Perrine. And then for him, he, you know, he was like, after that, I. Uh, Tess, Jakara, Jalen, Yulia, he kind of, you know, we didn't, he didn't go a uh, distinct number two in there. I mean, he was kind of just bouncing around on all those different names and just mm-hmm. because it is going to be very competitive once you kind of get up uh, in there into the top. So I will let you uh, take it away with your, your top five there. Da, 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 da. I think not too far off from, from Murph. I, I like uh, Perrine still taking the top spot in the box. Um, She's just got a. She's got that run dialed in right now. Very highly competitive, high DD run. Um, then after that, I think Tess can. Tess gonna have a big year. Um, I got Tess two, um, Jakara three, um, and then I'd go Jaybird, Jaybird four. But I mean, like, uh, there's that kind of like with the men that four or five could really be, could really be anyone, um, especially that five spot. 
Yeah, Hannah had a great year last year. Um, yeah, Avatar is coming back from injury, but when her skis are on at the gate, like huge gamer, um, won't take long to, to be back towards the top top of the uh, the results sheet soon. Um, got the Casey. He got yeah. I mean, you you look at this. Yeah, you look at a result sheet and it, it bounces. It bounces every day, and they're all they're all super close super close but uh, i think what might come and play is a little bit of kind of we talked about that um that um reliance of falling back to uh being there before being at a venue before just a little bit more comfort of like oh, okay i've been here before i know this course i know where this trouble section is this type of pitch here like okay i think that will certainly not only play for the women's benefit but but all the athletes benefit yeah it's definitely nice as we yeah. touched on a little earlier kind of have that have that comfort for sure yeah and then last thing to kind of kind of touch on here is that uh that nation's cup it'll be interesting to yeah. see. uh last year uh canada canada one france two japan three usa four australia fifth so i'm kind of curious like i was saying with you and murph this is the year this is the year this is the year claim it take it back yeah i think um i was saying a little bit earlier all those uh young young guys um on the u.s side a little bit more experience so i think they'll pop off some results along with some veteran leadership there and the girls team's number one in the world last year um i don't think that's going to change so i think with the strong girls team and the boys tighten it up a little bit um i think we'll definitely challenge that top spot on the canadian side couple top dogs but after that i think it falls away a little bit more so on their side than it does on the u.s side and then um france and japan japan the strength in numbers though as well um france a little bit smaller um smaller strength in numbers but as we also talked about a little bit earlier those top spots definitely come with coveted points but uh i think we'll have a lot more players towards the top spots and uh challenge that number one spot get that nation's cup back yeah get that nation's cup back yeah it's gonna be i mean last year's points canada was in first with 2008 france 1731 japan 1670 usa 1359 australia 1278 i mean i think i think it'll be pretty interesting to see how that how that goes around um, i think we are going to move back up uh, I think we will. Uh, I think we'll reclaim it. I'm feeling good about it. Heck yeah, short of the trend. Convinced you. I think, I think Nick uh, and those boys, Brad, and some of that leadership. You know, I think that that they're um, hoping on that growth and hoping on them kind of being a little bit more mature. And the lady side's super deep, so I think if she gets more consistency on that men's side and some people more make it to more finals and stuff like that, I think it'll. Uh, certainly translate to, to moving on up i think i think canada will finish second i'm gonna go uh japan in third because i think those ladies i think i think that's i'll go france fourth and australia fifth so solid that's kinda, solid that's why i'm i'm leaning there and then kind of uh last for for those folks out there if you have any interest in trying to catch it it has been very difficult and that's what makes uh, mogul skiing so difficult and you really have to love it is trying to figure out how you can watch it. <laughs> Fist just had like a bunch of like, hey, these right. TV schedules for the different nations. It's crazy over in Europe. It is like way more accessible. I remember yeah. touring around a little bit uh, and being in um, 
Belgium and just turning on like Eurosport and you're like, wait a minute, like they don't even have a mobile skiing team <laughs> and it's on TV right now. Like there's something totally wrong with this, this picture. <laughs> yeah. So uh, December 5th, uh, Olympic channel, uh, US Olympic channel, 2 PM Eastern. It'll be on. Uh, it is going to be delayed. Obviously, that'll be mm -hmm. delayed, but that's the only uh, in the U.S. I don't think there's any way to live stream. I've kind of looked for it. I haven't been able to find anything, but you'll be able to see the tape delay. Uh, sure, Guy will come out with something. Hopefully. hopefully <laughs> yeah. will be able to come out. Uh, Guy will have, have something up. And then it will be Saturday, uh, 10 to 11 p.m., Eurosport 2. So that sounds like it'll be uh, maybe a little bit tape delayed. or lot. I don't know what time. That's gonna... Yeah, I guess it depends on where what Europe time zone they're going with. They usually feel like finals go like eight to nine or nine to 10. I want to say eight to nine or maybe even seven to eight, but it sounds like it's a little bit, a little, little bit of delayed. And if you're watching in Canada, it's going to be uh, CBC streaming. We'll have the live stream at 7 a.m. So uh, CBC uh, streaming sports will have that. And then CBC TV is doing a 3 p.m. tape delay as well, uh, Eastern time. And then, uh, they're also doing a Saturday night, uh, essentially midnight. I guess that's technically Sunday encore. If you just haven't gotten enough of that, who do you uh, who do you got this weekend, Bob? Who do you got it kicking off? Who do I got kicking? Well, it's hard to go. It's hard to go against Mick. You know, um, yeah, hard to go against Mick. He's won there, especially as it's been a singles event. Um, he's won it the last like three or four years. So I'm gonna st I'm gonna stick with uh, Mick. Um, Akuma looked pretty comfortable. Like I'm saying, dude, you got to watch that uh, video of him doing the uh, cork 16. Jesus. Get him in the pack. <laughs> uh, well, as Murphy said, you know, there's that video of him doing the backflip to the rail, which is pretty dope. Too. Yeah. Making, making Dave Babbick really proud. Switch. Landing switch. <laughs> no, it's good. And Marty Ogden. Well, Marty would do the. Yeah. Switch, you know? Yeah. Same with Dave, but. Or, yeah, I guess Dave might have done both. I can't remember. <laughs> so I think uh, I think Mick's gonna win. Uh, peg that in there. I think that Akuma, I'm gonna say, is probably second, and I I'm gonna go with Walter actually in third. I think he podium there last year. Um, so I think I will go, and then probably Maddie Graham fourth, and I'll go with Kavet fifth. Round out top five. Well, you might as well give us one more for super finals. Super final. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Uh, Dimitri. Dimitri. There you go. Oh, yeah. That'll be the uh, that'll be the pick there, and for you, sir. Ooh, the Mick. Not go with Mick. Uh, go with Mick one, Cavett two. We'll go bumping Brad Wilson three. Ooh, nice. Uh, Akuma four, Matt five. Ludwig six. Ludwig, that's a good pick. He's riding um, hot. He just won the last event. Yeah. Yeah. What about on ladies? Uh, I'm not going to make any picks on the, on the women's side. I'll let you, uh, I'll let you take. Okay, ladies. I'll go Perrine one. I know, boring. Make Perrine boring. Uh, Jaber two. Jalen two. Um, Tess three. Uh, then it's just a roll the dice. Um, Kara four, Justine five, and Hannah Sore six. six. All right. I like it. I like it. I yeah. like it. 
Well, uh, thank you. We'll see. <laughs> taking the time, we'll have to reconvene. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, want to, uh, but, uh, or after uh, Ider Fall, yeah, do a, a Euro World Cup recap. Yeah, absolutely. But uh, no, thanks for having me on. Yeah, thank you. For fun, fun talking shop as always. Talk a little shop. All right. Well, yeah. there is your World Cup season preview, folks and moguls. And uh, we appreciate uh, everybody taking the time and uh, buckle up. Should be uh, go get them, everyone. Yeah. Stay healthy. All right, bye. Stay safe. Yep, later. Ladies and gentlemen, I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thanks a lot for listening in. I really appreciate it. Please make sure to take the time to like, share, and subscribe our show. And also you can follow along on Instagram. Thanks.